0: All right. Welcome on in, guys. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Hi, my hottie. How are you? Oh, hi. Wow. Hi, my hottie. All right. Welcome. Oh, my God. I want that shirt. Yes. Tea Spilling Professional. Isn't it so yummy? It goes on sale in my merch store next month, this November. Okay, so... Um, if you are watching this on the YouTube, hello, welcome on in. If you're listening to this on the podcast, hello. This is our weekly, it's more of an informal episode. It's our live rebroadcast. It's taped on Thursday night. So if you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to it on the podcast, this is a rebroadcast of what we broke down on Thursday night. So here we go. Like I said, it's an informal episode. So I do a little bit of q and I answer audience live you know, questions and comments as they come in. We have a lot to break down tonight I hope you have some no filter rosé with you it's available at nofilterwine.com it's a housewives inspired wine um Instagram I'm not telling people to get drunk but I'm just saying if you want to have some rosé that's housewives inspired it's available at nofilter.com nofilterwine.com sorry it's available at nofilterwine.com um yes and you can enjoy it it's delicious drink responsibly 14% alcohol by volume so you be Liddy City but definitely drink responsibly okay so we have so much to break down today Starting with Dorit, yikes, 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 yikes. Jennifer, thank you for checking on my back. My back is doing A-OK. It's doing better, um, but I have a really strong ibuprofen in, inside of me. Thank you for your post-defending, Dorit. Okay, let's get into the Dorit stuff. Hi, guys. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. I'll do bad shout-outs in a little bit. Please keep them coming. I love you. I appreciate you. Better than the men that ghost me. Okay, starting off. So Thursday night, sorry, Wednesday night. Wednesday night around 11 p.m., three armed men reportedly broke into Dorit Kemsley's Encino home while she was asleep in bed. Her kids were also home. They were also in bed. The men broke in through the glass door in her kids' playroom, which... And then they proceeded to make their way over to her bedroom where they held her at gunpoint. So you may remember seeing this, um, the playroom in the opening episode for this season of Real Houses of Beverly Hills. It's where she showed us that she was doing homeschooling with the kids. So... They entered through there, which I believe was downstairs, and I believe her bedroom is actually upstairs. So it seems like they went in through the back door and made their way upstairs um, and held her at gunpoint. And she reportedly was begging them not to hurt her, begging them not to hurt her kids because she was a mother. Very Kim Kardashian-esque of when Kim Kardashian was robbed back in, out in Paris a few years ago. One of them apparently, you know, she was begging them to, to not kill her. And one of them was like, kill her. We have to kill her. And that alone, I can only imagine how traumatizing that is. They held her at gunpoint for 20 minutes until they ended up leaving with a number of her designer handbags, her designer items with some jewelry. So they made her get out of bed and actually take them to where all of her stuff was. I don't know if anything was in any safes, but I would imagine they would take her and have her put in the code. Um, again, I'm just speculating the kids are fine though I don't believe the kids were woken up by the incident I believe they were asleep the entire time she called the police she called PK um, PK was out in London so he's currently on his way back home I'm assuming if you're listening to this or watching this on Friday he's probably at home by now and probably by her side it's crazy she was just in London with PK because some people are like oh didn't we just see them all out in the UK together or in Europe together Yes, uh, she was just in London with PK, but she pl- flew back early because they just started production for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Also, I know that I believe it was on Instagram stories and one of the Instagram posts today. I said that production for Beverly Hills began today. That's incorrect. Beverly Hills began production last week, which was what I what I originally believed. But then I think there was a news report that said that it began um Today and I ran with that off you know off the cuff cause, cusp because this was also you know shocking and breaking news but they did begin I verified they did begin production last week she did sign her contract a couple of weeks ago so she is set to be a full time diamond holder um, as far as I know the cameras weren't there to catch the incident or any of like the recent aftermath Erica and Garcelle were spotted filming earlier uh, Thursday morning they were out working out together at a local gym. Um, that's before they I guess found out what happened to Dorit and then Erica, Rinna, Kyle and Teddy all went over to Dorit's home to be by our side until PK got home I mean it's it's crazy she is a full time housewife this season but I mean who knows how this is actually going to affect her and her decision to even want to film moving forward as we know when Kim Kardashian was robbed like she took off several weeks before she was even fully up to filming so I don't know. From what I've heard, she's severely traumatized and like not doing well. I mean, you're home alone. You don't have your husband there. Um, there, Some people are are breaking into your house. They're holding you at gunpoint. They're saying they're going to kill you. Your kids are in the next room. Like I couldn't even imagine going through that, Um, especially knowing that your kids are just down the hall. You know, like you have to protect your kids. It just, it's heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking when I read it. I almost didn't want to believe it when I first read it. Um, You can even see in some new photos that TMZ released that you can see the shattered. It's like one of those sliding glass doors. They broke, they shattered that glass door and that's how they ended up breaking into the house. I know some fans are speculating that this was a setup for a storyline or that she's doing this for the insurance money. And I just want to say, Fucking stop this bullshit right now. No more conspiracy theories. Like, I'm so sick of it. Don't DM me with this bullshit because I can't promise that I won't go off on you. Okay? I get it. It's fun. It's fictitious reality TV drama that we get caught up in. But the conspiracy theory of it all, enough, you guys. She has children, and her children were involved in this. Her children were home with her. Enough, enough. No more conspiracy theories. It pisses me the fuck off because this is a woman that is clearly traumatized. And from what I've heard from people that are close to it, she's not doing well. You can even see that, like, I mean, the bottom line is her kids were home. If she wanted the insurance money, you really think that she would plan it while the kids were there? And for a storyline, wouldn't you think if it were for for a storyline, she would have the cameras come into the house with her to film when all the women came over to check on her? No, we need to cut that bullshit out. No more conspiracy theories. I don't want to fucking hear them. I don't want to fucking see them in any of the comments. Do not DM me. Even if you are skeptical, I get it. The details are a little fuzzy. If you're skeptical, cool. Keep it to yourself. Give it a week. Leave it on ice, okay? Give this woman a day to process what the fuck she just went through. I get it. A lot of people don't like her, but you projecting your bullshit on it, enough. I don't want to hear it. So if you want to go and talk to some other podcaster about it. Cool, you do that. But right now, all we need to do is send the family some love and shut the fuck up. Send them love. Hold your babies tonight. Be grateful that it wasn't you. Kiss your loved ones if you live with somebody. Be grateful that nobody broke into your home tonight. And just count your blessings and give your babies a nice big hug and kiss tonight because I can't even imagine what this family is going through. Bottom line, end of story, period. (sighs) Um... Sorry, got a little heated. Um, other people are thinking that this may have been like an inside job, not necessarily related to PK or Dorit, but possibly like with the alarm system company um, or with somebody that may work in the house with them because it, it, it did seem like how were the men able to get in there, know how, which door to enter from, know how to go directly to her bedroom, um, not the kid's bedroom, how to get in and out without setting off the alarm, um, how did they know where her room was located? How did they know what possessions she had that they wanted? You know, was the alarm even on? How did they know PK wasn't going to be home that day? Was the alarm on? Did she set it? Did it was, you know, could this have been an inside job with somebody that worked with her in her home? Could this have been an inside job with possibly the insurance company? I do know that, uh, Teddy's husband, Eddie, Edwin, sorry, Edwin had a security company and that was the company that Kyle Richards had when her house got broken into. So I'm not sure if that's still the case. If that is, that does seem really fishy. But I mean, like I have, you know, I'm sure a lot of people than the police, I'm sure the ones that are asking all these questions and doing their job, like was the alarm on how did they know? Did they know how to set it off? Did they know the code? Did they know which windows or which doors? Because I know that's a thing too, depending on the insurance companies, not all of the—even um, when certain insurance companies tell you, you know, oh, there's a, a glass sensor. So if there's broken glass, it'll set off the alarm. I know when my— um one of my family members was setting up their alarm system. They would break glass to kind of test the sensors. And there were a couple of times where the sensors didn't go off. So was it just a defective moment? You know, that a lot of questions that are really just up in the air. Um, I did hear, though, I haven't verified this, but someone was DMing me on Twitter and was saying that apparently the the same MO of what happened at Dorit's house also happened at a home in Bel Air around midnight that night midnight Wednesday night. So is it possible that they maybe hit Dorit's house that there was a string of hits that they they took that night? Um, I don't know. I also heard that apparently in that area, a lot of these homes are being burglarized a lot more since COVID. Obviously, you know, people are in a really tight bind. Finances are tough. I understand people are getting a little more desperate. It's it's crazy. The whole thing is just so, so crazy. Um, But again, at the end of the day, yes, we're going to have a lot of questions. Asking these questions isn't necessarily our job at this point. Our job is to just, you know, send love to somebody that has went through a tragic, um, a tragic night. But hopefully PK is home now. Hopefully he can be with her and the kids. I mean, I don't even know how the kids are dealing with this. Obviously, we know that they were asleep during all of it, but... I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. Um, Brittany, I have an alarm system. It takes 60 seconds to start calling the police, and then they call me and my husband. Then they send a, uh, send police if we don't answer. It only takes a few minutes. Sutton will ask. It's not Sutton's job to ask. Like, it's not Sutton's job to care. It's Sutton's job to be her friend if she's actually Dorit's friend. And I get it. A lot of people want to, you know, throw shade or make jokes. I get it. You know, I, I, I get it. Trust me. I was even like, oh, my God, should I do an Instagram reel where I'm like, Dorit's house was broken into and she confronted the burglars and then had to film for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And then PK had a flag home and the plane flipped over three times. Like I my mind immediately went there to kind of like sensationalize it or poke fun at it. And then I was like, no, stop. Check yourself like. Priorities, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in the reality TV world, which isn't. No, and I, I know you meant well, Russ. I know, I know you meant well. I just, you know, for me, it's like I've seen so many people make really bad jokes and say really terrible things today that they've DM'd me, and they're like, "I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical of this," and Sutton's gonna investigate it because she's just doing it for a storyline, and it's like. No, we need to. I, I had to check myself and be like, no, we got to reel this back in, you know? I don't think Sutton is that cold. Yeah, I don't think Sutton is that cold either. I think, you know, we know when to cross lines. Dana Wilkie is being nasty about this. Yeah, I saw that Teddy Mellencamp called out Dana Wilkie. So obviously, the other night, Dana posted on her Instagram, um, Details about an LLC that Dorit has, and she was trying to insinuate that Dorit had like a shell company. PK was upset with that, and he Dana Wilkie, she was the $25,000 sunglasses she was a friend of back in, like, season two of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I know PK reposted it and was like, oh, she's the see you next Tuesday of this week, you know, because she's trying to make it look like my wife has a show company when, in reality, many people have LLCs. It's how they do business now, especially if you're in entertainment. It's not uncommon. So... <sighs> um. Yeah. Teddy called her out and was like, look, you made her a target. You posted this information um, about her. I, I don't know if it actually does make her a target. The address in the paperwork was not Dorit's home address, but I guess there was something in the paperwork that mentioned the street that Dorit lived on, so... I don't know um, Edwin may have a company to install systems but not necessarily is the company that the that is policing the houses. Interesting. Yes, good point. Still the wankiest scene with this sunglasses. Yeah, I'm not happy with her either. I'm glad that that PK and Teddy called her out, and she like responded and was like, I don't know, she did something and was talking about Page Six, and I'm just like, when are you gonna let it go? Like, I get it, you're thirsty for the likes and shit, but like, when are you gonna like be a decent human being at some point? You know, I just I like that they're calling her out because I just I don't know. I think she loses scope of. Reality sometimes. I know she was on a reality show for a hot second, but like reel it in girl. Yeah, Edwin installs, Brink monitors them. Okay, interesting. So that's a good that's a good um, clarification. I was under the impression that he owned like the security system. Um, but I mean, if Edwin's company just installs them, like they're hired contractors to go and install them, I guess that kind of makes sense. But I also understand where... Yeah. Goodbye, Dana. Yes, I agree. Goodbye, Dana. It's okay. I can't be bothered by her. Okay. Uh, Sutton needs to give Dana some sound advice. Let the mouse go. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Did they catch the people? They have not caught them as of yet. I mean, as far as as of 6.51 p.m. Pacific on Thursday night, they have not caught anybody. I don't even know if they have any real leads in terms of who it might be. I mean, obviously, if there is a connection between the Encino break burglary and the one that happened out in Bel Air, and if there is a string of them, I would assume they may have some possible leads if this is like, you know, a hit run that they're kind of doing. Who knows? Um, If you are a business and you usually 1065 Corp or 1120 Lloyd, that is very normal It's what happens when you don't tax directly to yourself that is such a C that Dana posted was rubbish. Yeah, but again, I think she was doing it for the attention. Where was P.K. during the burglary? P.K. was out in London, so he wasn't home. They were all out in London, and then Dorit came back with the kids because she had to come film for Beverly Hills. P.K. was out still in London working So he's supposed to be on his way home if he's not home already. I would imagine he would be home because he was one of her first calls after the burglary. And I would imagine he immediately tried to jump on a plane. So since then, it's been almost 24 hours. So I would assume he's either home by now or will be getting home within the next few hours. I'm sure he's, you know, there's no cost that's, you know, going to get that's going to prevent him from getting home as soon as he can is there a gated is this a gated community that's a good question i don't know i don't believe so as a lawyer i can tell you llcs are very common i have a fucking llc it's common It's what we do. Hello, like when I make money through my podcast, it goes to my LLC. If I do brand endorsements or sponsorships or, you know, I'm booked to speak, to moderate or do a panel at an event, it goes through the LLC. That's how you, it's just, it's standard. It's very common. Um. I mean, the Kardashians gated, are gated, and Paris is gated, and they were still robbed. Yeah, I mean, people find a way around. It. And this is where the, I understand where people are like, it has to be an inside job with somebody that, like, works in your home or knows the dynamics or knows the map of the home. Very blingering style. Yeah, exactly. I think in comparison to the Kim Kardashian-Paris robbery, though, the difference here or what makes this this instance so much more unique is— she was with her kids like Kim. You know, I think Kim's story was very similar of like, don't you know, please don't shoot me. I have kids. I have a family. Um, but in this case, like dereed's kids were actually home. The kids were actually there. That's pretty ballsy, which also makes me think, did they know that that the dereed and the kids were home? Was this planned? I mean, obviously, they went directly to her and had her take them to I'm assuming the jewelry was in a safe. So um, and that's why they needed her to access it. So again, I mean, it may be an inside job. I don't know. The police are doing their job. But it does sound like maybe if it wasn't somebody that knew them, it's possible that it was somebody that was watching them. The monitoring company could have been behind it or someone working. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, it's possible. Like, how, how does somebody break in? It's not even just like sneaking in through a window. Like I know windows are a little easier to get past security um, and not, but like if you're breaking the actual door, like there should be a sensor on that door that shows if somebody comes in or if broken glass is there. So how did the security system miss that? I mean, or maybe it was that she just didn't set the alarm that night. Maybe it was just like she forgot or, you know, it, it was just a lapse in judgment and I can only imagine how much more guilt she would have she's having if she, or she has if you know, she forgot to set the alarm and this is what, and it happened to be this night. But then again, how would she forget to set the alarm and then these people were able to just conveniently break in that same night? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but not Dorit herself. I don't believe she faked. Yeah, I don't believe any of this is faked. I believe it's all very real. And from what I've heard, she's very, very shooken up and traumatized by all of this. Ugh, okay. Any other questions before we move on because we'll move on to the Yolanda stuff next. They broke the window no, they broke a glass door like those sliding glass doors. they broke that and got in. You can see the photos in TMZ. I posted it on the Instagram account too. Someone from the monitoring company could have disabled it. It's possible pretty ballsy of them to smash the yeah to smash the window like that. That's what I mean. like they were brave and they seemed to have known what they were doing y'all really think the Kim K robbery was fake? How was the Kim K robbery fake? Like they found the guys and arrested them and realized that this had been like a whole 2-year plan that they were trying to rob her with. I think rich privilege people I think rich privilege is a thing and an unfortunate component to that is the fact that people in rich neighborhoods let their guards down and doors unlocked all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What was that ladder in the picture? I'm sure it was just a regular ladder. Along with all the other home garden stuff. Someone could have taken a tour of the house as a potential buyer. Were they selling it though? I don't know if they were selling that. Or why would a potential buyer I mean that that's possible. I may have just mis like, you know, misfiled that detail at some point. Um Her neighborhood people keep their houses. That's not true. Her neighborhood people keep their houses. Um, Yes, I bet it was planned. She's on TV and people see what she has. That's enough. I love that you make such a good point to humanize housewives. Well, they're human, you guys. Like, it's not even, I shouldn't even have to make a point to humanize a human. They're human. They're real people. If you see them at the supermarket, that's a real person, you know? Yes. Bottom line, thankful that she's okay. Has LVP reached out to them? Um, I don't know. I haven't checked in with LVP. Um, so I don't know if she's reached out to them. As someone who's had their house uh, violated by uh, by strangers while I was there, Dorit has a long road ahead of her. I know. I know. Um, yeah. It's not going to be easy. It's just I mean, you know, and if she does choose to move forward with filming this season, I can't imagine that that's going to be an easy decision for her either, because I would imagine there are just a lot of messy days ahead, you know, dealing with trauma or having your sense of security shattered is not fun and it's not cute. And yeah. Okay, let's talk about Yolanda. Yolanda Hadid, former Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Did other ladies visit Daryl. As far as I'm aware, it was Kyle, Erica, Rina, and Teddy. So um, okay, so Yolanda Hadid, former real housewife, of, former real housewife of Beverly Hills, um, is claiming or has claimed that Zayn Malik, who was uh of one direction, and then he went off and he's like, I'm gonna do my solo career. excuse me, he's like, I'm going to do my solo career because that's what we do, we're boy bands and we do solo careers and everyone's like, well, obviously the only one that's going to have a real solo career is Harry Styles and Zayn and the other guys were all like, no, we're going to have solo careers too because we're like in sync and we're all going to be the Justin Timberlake and I'm just like calm down, you're going to be new kids on the block and doing, you know, a reboot tour in 20 40 years Um, but anyway, Zayn is married or I don't know if they've gotten married, but he's baby daddy to Yolanda's daughter Gigi they gave birth to their little girl, or yeah, they Gigi gave birth to their little girl, made Yolanda Yolanda a grandmother. And so now it's being reported by TMZ that you that Zane struck Yolanda as in like he hit her last week when she came over to their home. Um Gigi was not home. She was out at the time and Zane has now released a statement saying basically that it's a private matter and he's trying to keep everything, um, he's trying to keep the incident very private to protect his daughter and to keep her out of, you know, the salacious headlines and that he didn't even want to talk about this because this is a private family matter. And he also alluded to Yolanda being the one that leaked this to the press. She's apparently considering filing a police report, according to TMZ. Did it happen? I don't know. Probably. It sounds like he definitely did do something. He definitely did hit her. She seems to have been fairly quiet about it from what I've read. Um, I do think it is a little convenient that his response is to be like, I'm going to keep it private. I'm protecting my daughter, who's not even a year old, I don't think. So, I mean, it's like, how are you protecting your daughter? daughter necessarily if she's too young to like I would understand if she were like a kid and people were going to you know Diane Sawyer was going to go up to her and ask her a question at school the way you know you know when, when Ramona brought up Bethany doing softcore porn and she was like yeah Diane Sawyer showed up at her at her school and was asking her questions about it so like she's not of age to where she would even be like fully cognizant and aware and they are celebrities so they're going to be multiple stories out about them good bad salacious you know innocuous like it's it's all going to be out there so you can't really hide from that so i do find it interesting that he's like it's private it's a private family matter i'm doing it but his and it wasn't just like it's private we don't want to discuss discuss it because i'm a private person he's like it's private because i'm trying to protect my daughter so i was like maybe he did actually do something maybe things did really escalate and he's using the daughter i don't know he is violent. Gigi needs to protect their daughter from him. Okay, so I thought about that, too. And I was like, well, what if that is what happened? And because, it, I mean, it, yes, it does sound like it's possible that Yolanda or somebody close to Yolanda is the one that leaked this to the press. And maybe it is like an overarching strategy Um She doesn't have a history of, like, being a headline grabber. Like, she's not a Dana Wilkie. Dana Wilkie would do anything to grab a headline and for the attention. Yolanda isn't somebody that really does anything to grab headlines. Has she made them? Sure. Um, But, like, even when she got divorced, like, she tried to, like, really keep that under wraps as much as she could. And she didn't even really talk much about David. Um, She alluded to certain things, but she didn't really talk much about it at all. She's not really in the news that often. So, like, maybe she did leak this, or she had somebody pull an LVP and leak it to the press, maybe in an attempt to, like malign his character, which made me think maybe there are issues between Zayn and Gigi. And maybe this is part of like a a potential future split slash custody battle that she's trying to lay down the groundwork for. Maybe she sees some things in Zayn that she doesn't like or she doesn't think is fit for um fit for her daughter or her granddaughter so she's trying to you know set the narrative that he is violent i don't know she hasn't filed a police report as of yet but apparently according to the report she's thinking about it so again a lot of this is me just grasping at straws it's all speculation um i don't know i don't know Ooh, ooh. sorry i need to adjust my position i'm in a lot of Pain. As I told some of you guys, I fell the other day. Ugh. Ah, motherfucker, it hurts. Oh, I fell on my tailbone the other night, uh, Sunday night. I fell on my tailbone on the concrete, and it hurt so bad. And so now I'm in a lot of pain. Ah, news is reporting that they have broken up. Oh, Gigi and Zen. Yeah, there were stories, yeah, that they had broken up. Yeah, so that's why I'm like... Maybe it was something about like they had split and Yolanda came over to see the baby. And he's like, no, Gigi's not here. You're not entitled to see the baby. And she was like, hold up. Wait a minute, homie. Who do you think that you are saying that I have Munchausen? And he was like, why? You do have Munchausen. Boom. I don't know. I don't know. I love YOLO. YOLO. Okay. Oh, thank you guys. Are you on a pillow? Yes, Sue. I am on a pillow. I forgot to put a pillow down when I started the stream, and now I'm on a on a pillow. Ugh, very painful. I don't recommend anybody falling on their asses anytime soon. Do you have a donut pillow? No, I have a, a, a fur pillow that I'm sitting on. <laughs> it's not a donut pillow. Listen, I'm not 60 years old. I don't have a donut pillow. I don't want a donut pillow. I mean, I have one of those, like, airplane neck pillow thingies that I guess, I. Could have sat on. I don't know. That doesn't seem very ice. You want me to sit on ice? That sounds very cold. I'm trying to not be old at all. So I don't want Ben Gay. I don't want a donut pillow. Like I'm still trying to keep my sexy, you guys. Okay. I'm trying to keep it cute so that when a guy comes over, he doesn't like look and be like, oh, you have a retainer and a donut pillow. Like what am I like my neighbor? I love her and I adore her, but she like has she has like an arm brace because she has like a carpal tunnel, and she's the same age as me, thank you very much. And I'm just like, you know, and so when her like man would spend the night, she'd be like, "Hold on, I need to put on my 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 arm brace for because of my carpal tunnel." And I'm just like, "Fuck that!" Like I, if a man is spending the night, you best believe I'm gonna sleep my ass in pain. I am not gonna put on an arm brace like that is just not. That's not sexy. I'm sorry. I know that's a controversial take, and people will probably drag me for that. But like, no, thank you. How about seeing a doctor? Well, it it just happened the other night, and I went online and they're like, you don't need to see a doctor yet. Are you 25? I'm 28. Um, um, uh, it says that if it's persisted for more than a week, then you can go into a doctor. Then you're gonna suffer. Be humble, Zach. Tailbone injuries last forever. Yeah, I know, but I'm vain. Use the THC suppository for pain. I, I have it right here, actually. Um, I was going to to put it in before we started the live, but I had my I have like a really strong ibuprofen that was like working, and I was like, "Oh, I'll be good." And now it's wearing off, probably because I'm like sitting down a lot more. You'll feel better faster with the damn donut pill. I have a regular pillow, I just don't always use it. I forgot to use it. The other thing too is I don't always work in my apartment. So if I'm like working out somewhere else, I'm not going to carry a donut pillow with me. Like, could you imagine going to a coffee shop and being like, oh, excuse me, sir. Is that seat taken? Can I put my donut pillow on it? Like, come on, guys. (laughs) Come on. Cut me a little bit of slack. I'm vain and I know I'm vain. Cut me some slack. Okay. Okay. Um, shall we talk about we learn something new every day? What did we learn? What did you learn today, Easton? Speaking of tailbones, can we talk about the cigarettes in Sonia's coochie scandal? Um, yeah. Is that a real scandal, though? But, like, it was Josh Flagg, right? And he put, like, a a cigarette in her vagina, like, for fun, though. And Heather Thompson, Heather Halla Thompson blasted it in the, um, And Dave Quinn's book, Not All Diamonds and Rosé, which is part of a book club, and we're going to break down New York in next week's, in this upcoming Tuesday's uh, book club, live on Tuesday night, dun, 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 um... So in the book, Heather's like, Sonia's a party girl and she's trash and she gets drunk and she gets hammered and she does crazy things. Like she lets men put cigarettes in her vagina and then um, everybody on Twitter was like, oh my, and then Leah like made a joke about it because I guess Sonia was talking shit about Leah's sister and then Leah posted on her Instagram an ashtray with cigarettes like basically making a joke about it and then everybody on Twitter was like, oh my God, Leah's making fun of his sexual assault. Leah's terrible. Cancel her. Heather's terrible. Cancel her. They're outing Sonia's sexual assault and then the video resurfaces well first of all sonia has never claimed that she was assaulted sonia's never said that it was sexual assault um sonia has had has kind of laughed it off in jest um then a video resurfaced about josh flag and sonia where josh flag was talking about putting cigarettes in her vagina um and they seemed to have laughed it off and sonia was even like yeah we're just having fun we were having a good old time um so yeah, that happened. And then I know he's been like, no, we were just kind of joking. We were just messing around, is I think what he said, that they were just playing around. But it's also just like, if Sonia doesn't have a problem with it and nobody else has a problem with it, like I get it, it's embarrassing and and Heather probably shouldn't have done that. I've had that issue where like, yes, Not All Diamonds and Rosé is really juicy. It is really salacious, but I do kind of have an issue of like it being about the everybody just kind of tearing each other down. And I get it, that's part of the that's part of like the culture of housewives and Bravo. But I just, I, I don't know. I think we get too deep, deeply caught up in these things. Uh, drag me Monique. I wasn't surprised, but in the, but in the height of the me too, sexual misconduct era, is it not a Is it not appealing that Josh ever thought that this was okay? Well, you have to understand like Josh is gay. He's not sexualizing her in any way. Um, like it wasn't like he was you know trying it's not like he was getting off on the power of like you know doing this to a woman like he's obviously not sexually attracted to Sonia and I don't think Sonia is sexually attracted to Josh they are really good friends they are really close like I would imagine it would be equivalent to me and one of my good friends getting shit face drunk and doing something stupid and I'm me being like oh Sabrina put a cigarette in my butthole you know and me just being stupid and doing it like obviously Sabrina wouldn't be assaulting me in any Sort of way because we're friends and we're doing this in jest, Um, especially if there's no sexual interest or desire between Sabrina and I and there's no like power balance like sexual assault comes when there's somebody else that is sexualizing somebody else and taking power over that person. And I think this is, again, where we have to be really careful about that. Like, here's the thing. You're making Sonia out to be a sexual assault victim when Sonia herself isn't even claiming to be a sexual assault victim. Now, if Sonia comes out and says, I don't remember that. This is a concern to me. I am embarrassed by this. I feel violated in some way. That's a different story. Then we, you know, call the call the presses keep them hot and let's get gloria all right on the case that hasn't fucking happened so i think everybody else needs to chill the fuck out until you know there's actual legitimacy to this being some sort of assault but with the circumstances with the details that we've been given it doesn't appear to be that deep people are just ma- taking this way out of context that would hurt bad this shouldn't even be discussed um But the other thing, too, is I don't think it was, I think people are thinking it was like a lit cigarette, like the end, the fire bud, the end of the cigarette that was on fire that they shoved up there. I don't think that's what happened. I think it was maybe either an unlit cigarette, a already burned out cigarette, or maybe the the part where you blow, that was what was inserted. I don't know the details, but I would just, I don't think, I didn't immediately think that it was like the burnt end that was being shoved up there. No one, yeah, no one says misconduct is okay. No one's like, a, no one is saying that it's okay to, like, you know, do that to anybody. I'm just saying there's a certain set of circumstances where, you know, things are more serious than they're not. What, um, how many people who have been in an uncomfortable position laughed it off, laugh, laughed it off out of shame? Um, I mean but again like this isn't a sexualized situation like I mean I don't know maybe I'm wrong here and I'll eat my words in a few in a few weeks but like I don't if if neither Sonia nor Josh are in any way having an issue with this then I don't think it's anybody else's position to victimize them if they're not you know this is something that happened years ago and if Sonia I mean Tonia doesn't seem to have an issue other than the fact that it makes her look like a drunken party girl. That's not to defend assault, but it's just to determine what the definition of assault is and if this falls into the definition of assault. And based off of the information that's been presented... In my opinion, it doesn't appear to be like it's assault. I've also had this issue. I've faced sexual assault myself as well. I've had men put their hands on my body in places I didn't want them to. I've had men try to take advantage of me when I've been drunk, where I've felt uncomfortable. And there is a processing that you kind of have to go through. So I understand it. To I'm not just some you know, dude that's trying to talk about assault and doesn't have any experience with it either. I've also had my experiences with it where I've also been very violated or I've had guys push things too far, whatever the case may be. I don't see any, I mean, that's not to say that I'm the end all be all, but I don't see any of that in any of this situation or these circumstances. If so, like I said, if Sonia wants to go and ring the alarm, then I go ring the alarm and I'll be right behind you, girl. And I will preach and I will say, you know, hold Josh flag accountable. If that ends up being the case, I will be there. However, that doesn't appear to be the case. Um, okay. Shall we talk about the Beverly Hills reunion? It wasn't that juicy. Um, I think I would give it like an overall six out of 10. Um, it started really, really slow. I came in, so I missed a lot and everything that was said about Dorit. Yes, it is very heartbreaking. Um, I think they're mocking Monica Lewinsky. I heard people say that too, that they were probably doing it, that they were probably mocking Monica Lewinsky. And that was like what they were doing. They thought it was funny in a way that is inappropriate. If that's really what they were doing, that is inappropriate. Um, Anyway, back to the reunion. I would give it a 6 out of 10. I think it started really slow. I think, you know, props to Sutton. She got a couple more sentences this week. She got a little more air time. You know, your queen is really raining hard this reunion, you guys. Um... I think the end of the reunion was a lot more juicy. Obviously, we well what did we talk about? We had the moment, we had Kathy's moment. We gave her like, you know, her full glory. Um Crystal had her moment. I was I thought it was really endearing when she talked about she went further into the violation stuff and talked about having an eating disorder and having issues with body dysmorphia. Um I talked about that a little more when I did Up and Adam this morning. Up and Adam live. Um, we went more into the crystal stuff. And I talked about like my own experience with body dysmorphia and with eating disorders and with being very overweight and then being very underweight and having to go into treatment for bulimia and how I was able to identify and relate with crystal in so many different ways. And I actually really appreciated her opening up about that. I know a lot of people were tuning into the reunion or the reason we tune into the reunion is for the juicy, salacious stuff. So I understand how this maybe fell a little flat for some people. Um, I think it's important to talk about these issues when we're actually watching the reality show and kind of seeing it play out in real time. The reunion is not really the place that I think many people care to to have most of these conversations. They're here for the drama. Um, Kathy Hilton, Q, again, it started really, really slow and it kind of dragged on. And then I think at the end is where it got a lot better. Um, I like that, you know, we did see Erica get grilled a little bit more. She struggled a bit through this third part, but I mean, I think she'd still very much stayed true to her position and she'd seemed very honest or as honest as she can be in her position. Her social media presence came up, which I was glad that we finally got to talk about that. Um, I wish they would have take, I wish she would have taken a little more accountability for that. She definitely tried to like defend it and deflect it. That I was disappointed in because I'm like, okay, can't you just own that? Like, maybe it was a little tone deaf and tactless. Like, we all kind of are in agreement that it's not landing very well. I liked that Rinna even called her out for that as well and was like, look, it's not helping your case. This is not doing you any favors. I don't like it. Like, I understand where it's coming from, but I don't think it's what you should be doing. I thought that was big of Rinna. The other woman called her out about it. They called her out about not being angry enough with Tom. They called her out about not acknowledging the victims more. She acknowledged them again. Uh, She acknowledged the victims while also acknowledging that, you know, there are certain ways that she can and cannot do and say certain things based off of her legal situation. So I get it. You know, she talks about being angry with Tom, which I really admired. I think we haven't really seen her anger at Tom. But at the same time, what we saw as the season was playing out was what was happening as the scandal was breaking before all the dust was actually settling. And even now the dust hasn't fully settled. So I think we're going to get, it's going to take time for her to really kind of process and go through all of this. Um, Garcelle, earring going lopsided and Kyle's dress giving wrinkle boobies was super annoying my attention to detail disorder that's hilarious um I didn't even catch that I caught Kyle's boobs but I didn't catch Garcelle's earring going lopsided don't they have people that are like let me fix this in the break let me do something here I can't figure out Garcelle's earring. What is? I didn't even pay attention to Garcelle's earring at all, to be honest with you. But to be fair, I was also, like, freaking out about some shit that Dana Wilkie was talking about. So I didn't give the reunion my full attention as much as I should have. But whatever. Um, yeah. So, I mean she seemed Erica seemed very adamant um that the people that have been wronged in all of this that she does hope that their situation is rectified which I appreciated she's acknowledging the victims I think people would like her to do a little more I think I would like her to do a little more to have a little more humility in all of this but I also don't understand what she must be going through in this set of circumstances either and that's not to say that it's all about her obviously you know these former clients of Tom Girardi's have you know deserve a lot of attention and empathy as well. The priority and the precedent should go to them. But I'm just saying, like, Erica is still a person and she's still going through a very real situation. Um, But she did say that she hopes that their situation, that anybody that's owed money, that they get their money back. Um, Has Dana thanked you yet? No, Dana has not thanked me at all. But she shit on my wine last night. So I don't think I'll ever be getting a thank you from her. Um, She... Yeah, I think she also said that she's um, complied with everything that's been asked of her legally, which I guess is a good thing, but like being compliant and, you know, trying to really support the the investigation, I think are two different things. Um, When it comes to Tom, she was like, you don't know what I will do or what I have done, which made me think that maybe she's trying, maybe she's testifying against him or maybe she's planning on, or willing to testify against him. I don't know. She's probably in some way maybe helping to take Tom down. I don't know. That to me in terms of like what I, you don't know what I will do or what I, ha- what I have done or what I will do. Am I angry enough for you? So we'll have to see. We'll see how it all plays out in part four next week you know, it's I think people are disappointed mainly because she's not saying a bunch of stuff that's incriminating to her and people want her to incriminate herself versus be honest and answer some of these questions. And I think that the reason some of her answers aren't satiating people's appetites is because they don't want their appetite satiated. They want their hatred for her validated. And I've been very clear about that, but it's also interesting. A lot of the things that I was suspecting months ago are part of the things that she's now openly talking about and admitting to. So I'm like, Hmm, I guess I ended up right again. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's no winning here for her. Not that she should be winning, but I just feel like she can't win for losing. Like she's damned if she does and she's damned if she doesn't. So at, th- at this point, it is what it is. But she also did say that she knows that she's not a victim in all of this, which I kind of appreciate, but she is... She said that she's not a victim, but she's just acting in real time to her life being turned upside down, which I get. She's angry. She's exhausted. That's all valid considering her life was just turned upside down. Her marriage of 20 years is not what it appeared to be. The man that she was married to does not appear to be the man that she knew. Um, She does tend to victimize herself, though. Even though she's not saying, I'm a victim, she victimizes herself in the sense that she like makes it about her, but it's like, how can she not like her life has been turned upside down. So it's hard to like how it's like hard to not get lost in the tunnel vision of your survival. You know, it is what it is. Um, is. Let's see. My boy, Ollie says Erica is plenty angry and her angry is displaced though. She showed more anger towards crystal than Tom. I think she is angry at Tom, but she's just holding in her emotion because she doesn't know how to behave because people keep poking and prodding and ripping her apart for everything that she does and says. So she's like, well, I don't know how to act. I don't know what's an appropriate way for me to be angry at my husband that's lied to me for the past 20 years. Drag Me Monique says, "You, you don't know what I will do or what I won't do. Whatever she said would be a great new wine. I think so, too. I think Erica's given us a lot of options for a new wine. Couldn't imagine being married to someone for over 20 years and finding this out. Yeah, like it's jarring. It makes your head spin. Hi, Mike Lush. Uh oh, I scared Mike Lush away the other night when I asked him about his dating life. Tom wasn't there to be angry at. Another good point. Yeah, Tom wasn't actually there. He's doing his pretend amnesia, or I guess I can't say pretend amnesia anymore. Now it's, you know, he has Alzheimer's and dementia. He's doing his thing, hiding in the old folks' home. All right. What do you think of Rena staying silent all season? Um, I think she was supporting her friend, you know, Garcelle definitely ripped her apart for not supporting Denise enough. So now she's taking that role of just being a supportive friend because Garcelle said, you know, her role, Garcelle, speaking of herself, she was saying, you know, my job wasn't to question Denise Richards. My job was to be her friend and to support her. And you should have supported Denise. And so now Rena's like, all right, well, then I'm going to support my friend Erica. Denise is not on the show anymore. Erica's in the hot seat. My job isn't to question her. My job is to just support her. So Renna, I think, did exactly that. Uh, Sarah, yes. If she had a PR person initially and listened, she may not be in this place, but I agree. Damned either way. Yeah, I agree with both of those sentiments. I think if she had a PR person in place, they would probably help her refine it a little bit. I think if she had a good PR person and a good lawyer, they would both kind of really help her address this a little bit better. Do you believe Brandy last, do you believe Brandy last season? Yes, I believe that Brandy and Denise actually did hook up. And I believe in Not All Diamonds and Rosé, the producers even come out and are like, there's no reason, we have no evidence to believe that Brandy was lying. Rinna has had Erica's back the whole season. Yeah, she has. That's why when, when Erica's like, I'm keeping score. "Ooh, watch out. All right. Any final questions, thoughts, feelings, vibes before we wrap up? I do. We're not going to do after party tonight because I have to go tape Jacques Peterson's podcast right now. Unpopular—that's the name of the podcast. So I'll be on it soon. Um, so I won't be doing after party. Maybe I'll pop on after, depending on how late we we wrap. I usually do after party on my personal account, which is at Just Plain Zach. Um, let's do some bad shout outs, shall we? Thank you guys for all the love. Who is this? Is this right? Um, LV Knights, girl, thank you for the first three badges. Sue, Sue Polari, 223. Sue is always keeping me up to date with the latest tea. She's DMing me all day with what's going on, all the happenings. And she's got some very hot takes. Every time Ronald Richards posts something, Sue is in my DMs there for me. Thank you, Sue, for the three badges. Hockey Berry Hill, thank you for the three badges, boo. You're always looking so fly in your profile pic. I love it. Aussie Berry gave me one heart and then she gave me another heart. Thank you, Aussie Berry. I love that you tune in. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Home Sweet Hollywood. What's going on, Home Sweet Hollywood? Welcome to the live. Three badges. Thank you so much. Love you, mean it. Chrissy37X, three badges. Thank you, my dear. I love you, Chrissy. Drag Me Monique dropping the badges. Okay, Monique. Okay, Drag Me Monique. Drag Me Monique. Thank you for the two badges, boo. Love you. I hope you're enjoying that Drag Me Rosé. I'm pretty sure you've killed it by now, but... I hope you are getting Liddy City this weekend. Critty Trina, what's going on, girl? Damn, Critty Trina came in with the four badges. Oh, sorry. Yeah, four badges. Get it. Get it. Get it, Trina. Get it. Get it. Get it. Ow. Ow. Wow. Look at five badges. I think that's the most badges that have been dropped tonight. Five badges from WP00. WP00. 00, Tunnel Vision. Or is it WPoo? because of the zero zero and the zero zeros are supposed to be oh so it's w poo i don't know elizabeth elizabeth baga thank you for the three badges my love thank you guys so much thank you elizabeth thank you guys you guys are the bomb.com can't sleep it's four thirty a.m in sweden oh my god Aussie Barrett, that's so late Love my rosé. Yay, Suki. Thank you, guys. If you do get the rosé, it's available at nofilterwine.com. But if anybody does get it, send me your pictures. I know some of you send me your, like, bachelorette parties or your watch parties. Send them to me. I love them. I love it. I love it. I love it. Did you see that Wendy's daughter's in the ICU? I heard that there was a family emergency. I didn't realize she was in the ICU. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Hi, baby girl. Elizabeth sounds wrong, but welcome. Elizabeth sounds wrong. What did Elizabeth say? Elizabeth says, I came so late. Oh, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Typically, I have my breakfast with your tea the next morning. However, this was a treat tonight from Toronto. Thank you, MB Murphy. Wait, what podcast are you going to do? I'm doing Unpopular, which is Jock Peterson's podcast. I don't know if we're doing his podcast podcast, or I think we might be doing his Patreon. So, you might want to have to sign up for that. He's told me that we're going to get really unfiltered. So, there's that. Um, Mah- Mah- Mahina Kaw- Kawikas. Aloha, Zach. Aloha. Are you the one from Hawaii? I remember you saying aloha last time. Keep us informed with all the T, Zach. You know it always. Ah, Nobu, boo- No Bueno Chica. Thank you so much, No Bueno Chica, for the three badges. Get it, get it, get it. Mm, mm. Throw them hips, girl. Mm. See what happens when I, I sit on a pillow? It changes my whole life. All right, thank you guys. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Be sure to hit that like button. Smash that like button. I think that's what you say when you're a YouTuber. You're like, smash that like button. So smash it. I've been chatting with you in the live chat all morning and I've loved it. It's been such a blast. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Please subscribe and hit that bell notification button so that you make sure that all of my tea is spilled fresh in your notifications as soon as it drops if you're listening to this on the podcast. I hope you're listening to it on iTunes because if you are, then that means you can leave me a five-star review because I love that validation and I appreciate you so much. I've been giving shout outs for people that leave me five-star reviews. So if you're going to leave me one, you can expect a shout out next week. I love you guys. If you're listening to this on Spotify, oh, hello. I hope you follow and I hope you enjoy. You can give me a follow. My personal account is at Just Plain I typically do after parties on my personal account. That's usually where I post. I do Instagram lives that I don't save anywhere. Badges also aren't allowed on that one either, so it's really just a free, unfiltered, free-for-all. They don't get saved, so whatever you get is what you get. Um, you can follow the show account at no Filter With Zach. That's always a good time. Hi, George. Welcome to the chat, George. You're a little late, though. You're, you're catching us right at the end. Um, but yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight, for watching, or for watching live or listening to it, whatever it is. I appreciate you guys so much. New merch is going to be on sale soon. I'm wearing the Tea Spilling Professional Tri-Blend t-shirt, which is just so comfy and so yummy. And I can't wait to launch it this November along with some holiday edition Rosé, Housewives-inspired Rosé, that's holiday edition. Um, and get ready. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you grab your copy of Not All Diamonds and Rosé for Book Club. We do Book Club every Tuesday nights. We go live, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern, every Tuesday at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. And then I re-upload it to the YouTube channel. We also go live every Thursday nights, which we're doing tonight. So every Thursday we're here, at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. There it is. There it is. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. I will talk to you all probably in the DMs soon. Love you. Slide into my DMs, boys. I am single and ready to mingle. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye.